Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, I shit, think that's what he says. Shit, if that's what he says, I've been. Is it a? It better be what he says because I've been missing the song line. for forty years. No, I was I, my. I, I, what do you think it is, Timmy? Because I haven't. I, I it is what I, I thought it was. I could remember when you could stop a plow. No, it's stop a clock. Well, I thought it was stop a clock, but then I was like, that that, that doesn't <laughs> slop and clock is so much less cool than slop and flower. No, no, stop a clock is because he's remembering when she was unbelievably hot. Beautiful. I know. I understand she the could reference. Stop Thank a plow. You. I don't know what the stop hell you think of Timmy. Makes even less sense. That is actually a, unfortunate. Have a vote on which one of these three actually oh, makes on. any more Jeff, sense: clock, plow, or Jeff being like it's a cooking reference. <laughs> I think it should make cooking reference. I'm disappointed to hear that it isn't. Fifty years of music with fifty-year-old white guys. This is our, our just kind of uh, fill in the blank episode. The Midwest. Anyone we missed? The general Midwest. We are going to clean up uh, any misses we had when we went to those, what, five cities of the Midwest? You know, it's it's funny. Like, I feel like the Midwest feels like people do this all the time to the Midwest. And here we are doing it. <laughs> like, we'll just. I completely disagree with that. We've been to uh, St. Louis. Detroit, Chicago, Minneapolis, uh, yeah. uh, Cleveland. We've yeah. done a really nice job of canvassing it. The, we, the actual, this is respectful. This is respectful to the Midwest. There's awesome. so many great acts in the Midwest that rather than try and jam in like a Seymour, Indiana pod, we're just yeah. doing it in general. Although this is the first time we have faced vitriol. Yeah, I said it. Vitriol. Welcome. You didn't think that the, you didn't think that the last podcast was vitriolic because I was attempting no, to be vitriolic. No, from our listeners, Ben Barton, from our listeners. Oh, in a second, this is a uh, fifty oh. music with the fifty-year-old white guys. That's us uh, on the Electrocast Podcast Network, where you can check out uh, all sorts of, of podcasts for your listening pleasure. Uh, check us out on Facebook or Instagram. Um, and, and somebody was checking us out because they listened to the Detroit episode uh, and they came after us. And we've received feedback before. Uh, we've received compliments so before. The Detroit episode. 
Oh, no, we're talking about the Bob Seger episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Bob Seger listened. And what did he have to say? <laughs> <laughs> so he said, what am a rambler? <laughs> Bob Seger fans do not play. Uh, we were attacked. Uh, some of the <laughs> some of the terms thrown around, uh, elitist, yep. out of touch, bombastic, and that was just the first page of my journal. <laughs> <laughs> I will take two out of three of those. I will not take out of touch, but I'm happy to take bombastic, elitist. I think that that's like that's a good first line in my uh, obit. By the way, <laughs> no one's more bombastic than Bob Seeger. I mean, he, they, uh, you know, game recognized game. <laughs> yeah. So strong feelings out there. We might, uh, I've reached out to a listener and he might join us on a future podcast. You're going to uh, let the guy who reamed us join us on a future podcast? Well, have you well, not? Have well, you, you, had your, you had your buddy on who was all a big, what was he a big Soundgarden fan? And I ben, vouched for my buddy. He is Ben's, actually a human I know. Ben's like, they have two guitarists and they do the exact same thing. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, my God, dude. You're going to bring a random, angry internet troll onto the podcast with us? I will First bring all, a cardboard Tim is never going to let it go with Bob Seeger. Like, this is That's a correct. lifetime problem now. This that is, is going to be the start of every podcast going forward is another angry Bob Seeger fan that he's found. This, <laughs> we're just going to be... <laughs> in this Bob Seeger death loop forever. <laughs> Bob Seeger death loop is a great name for a band, by the way. Dibs. <laughs> Bob Seeger death loop. Uh, oh, they're, yeah, their reworking of Shakedown is incredible. Uh, but actually, put that aside, because Ben Barton, you have excellent, awesome news that we haven't announced to our viewership, uh, viewership, uh, whether they be in the United States or Europe or India. They want to know how is the mayoral race in Knoxville, Tennessee going? Yeah, so we had the primary on August 27th. And if any mayoral candidate won over 50% of the vote, they won and were done. And Indy Kincannon came in at 58% of the vote. Freddie, take us through. Congratulations, India. Gave, India. Uh, so fun. Congratulations to Knoxville. She had a fantastic victory speech, and she listed a whole bunch of people she was thankful to and their plans for the second thing. And then at the very end, but completely ad-libbing, she was like, you know, I feel really great tonight, and I love winning. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's so, so awesome. true. There's so one thing that awesome. woman loves, it's winning. That is great. And at the victory, was she wearing the 50 Years of Music podcast t-shirt? She's wearing a red dress for victory. <laughs> oh, did I tell you the red dress story? I love the red dress story. No, tell me. All right, so um, first of all, India King Cannon, uh, when she decided to run for mayor, decided to choose a style. And her style was colorful dresses. And Smart. she specifically did not go with pantsuits or anything else. She was like, I'm going to be a feminine and a leader and go on. And so at the same time, I heard this unbelievable podcast from 538 that was an interview of female candidates. 
Okay. And they had this one woman, and, and one of the questions was about the, the dressing, because it's really complicated and hard how women dress in politics. And they had this woman, an African-American woman, who I think was mayor of some southern city, and they were like, what's your go-to outfit? She's like, my go-to outfit is a red dress with dress white pearls. And they were like, why? And she's like, I wear the pearls to show that I'm classy. I show the, wear the red dress to show that I'm a woman. And it's red because I'm a fiery fucking Athena. <laughs> that is... When India wears the red dress, she is a fiery Athena as well. She's I just working. love it. I love it. That is terrific. All right. Well, congratulations. I know she's a faithful listener. Um, and actually, it was one of her critiques that has caused us to try something new tonight, right? Where we're intentionally going to... Um, bring the first half of the podcast to a close say goodbye to our listeners and then put up the second part of the podcast for this midwest podcast uh at a later date right timmy you're just bringing it on us all at once i love it is this india, another chance to do in, bob seeger again india's criticism jeff's idea <laughs> uh chocolate and peanut butter we're gonna try it tonight uh it is the midwest ladies and gentlemen so we are arriving in one of these 12 states, and this is the song that is going to get us into the mood for music in the heartland. John Cougar or is that John Cougar Mellencamp during that era? It's the three. That's the three names. That that's was when he names? was John Cougar Mellencamp. I, I mean, he yeah. he owned that song. That is a song. That song is fantastic. I love it. It's not. I'm going to do Mellencamp tonight. That's not um, not my favorite Mellencamp song, but I have a great story for it. Oh, it's been a year in Slovenia when I was doing a Fulbright, and the girls and India too were really homesick. And I get gotten a lot of resistance in playing any classic rock at all, but I put that one into the mix, and I was like, "This is what we're missing," and they just loved it. They, they, oh. To this day, it's one of their favorite songs. Yeah, so I'm very cool. skeptical of songs with the word "America" in them. There are a lot of terrible America songs, and this is not one of them. Like I just no, it actually uh, kind of sort of describes what's good about America. I like yeah. the, the the winners and the losers, but they ain't no big deal. Like it's just yeah. great. And just that I can remember when you could start with flower. Like when I first heard that, I didn't couldn't quite understand what he was saying. 
And then the second, when I figured out the lyrics, I, I didn't quite understand what that meant. I was too young to be like, oh, scratch cooking. And the older I get, the more I love that line. And just oh the God. lines of demarcation of old America and new America and just uh, the, the loss of regionalism. It's a great song about the loss of regionalism because Ain't That America now describes the whole thing rather than these different pockets with microcultures. I, I'm I'm all in. I love this song. Start with flower. Now you're just gonna spring that on me, like like that's a thing we all know. The fuck. That's what he <laughs> says. Isn't that what he says? Is that what he says? Uh, Have you checked on the internet? I don't. I don't. I'm think looking that's it what up. He says. Oh, I shit, think that's what he says. Shit, if that's what he says, I've been. Is it a? It better be what he says because I've been such missing a great the song line. for forty years. No, I was I, my. I, I, what do you think it is, Timmy? Because I haven't. I, I it is what I, I thought it was. I could remember when you could stop a plow. No, it's stop a clock. Well, I thought it was stop a clock, but then I was like, that that, that doesn't <laughs> slop and clock is so much less cool than slop and flower. No, no, stop a clock is because he's remembering when she was unbelievably she's hot. Beautiful. I know, I understand she the reference. She could stop Thank a plow. You. I don't know what the stop hell you're thinking of, Timmy. makes even less sense. That is actually a, unfortunate. Have a vote on which one of these three actually oh, come makes on. any more Jeff, sense. Clock, plow, or Jeff being like, it's a cooking <laughs> reference. <laughs> I think it should make cooking reference. I'm disappointed to hear that it hell. isn't. Oh, man. I love uh, the confidence with which you shared that. It's like... You know, it's great. It doesn't matter. That's, doesn't like, matter. that's the great things about songs. Like, yeah. I heard it wrong, and it's even better for me that I it's not yeah. what I thought it was. Yeah. Good for I, you know, I, that, that's I the actually, great thing about songs. Next time I hear it, I am going to do uh, your lyric instead. I'll sing that part out loud. I got oh, I a picture that. of her, like, making biscuits. You got uh, a picture of her Tiananmen Square style in front of a plow, like, <laughs> hold it right there. <laughs> Not Tiananmen Square style. No. Uh, all right. Little Pink Houses. We are in the Midwest. Well, we should pretty much uh, define exactly where we are. Uh, those of you who have been listening a long time know that geography is one of our strengths on this program. And so this particular exercise should be no trouble whatsoever. I am going to name a state. And you two immediately have to say yes or no uh, if it's in the Midwest. So, for instance, if I were to say Maine. No. I would say no. Good. You just just give me the word. This is going to be hard, though, because there's a lot of weird ones. The I Midwest know, but is weird. We're, going, we're going with the uh, literal definition by the U.S. Census Bureau. Okay. So Not do you the want Big Ten, Big Twelve definition? We're, oh my God, we're staying away. <laughs> we are That's staying great. away from college athletics, like as far. Yes, that that, that great Pac-12 state of North Carolina. That's going to be great. <laughs> All right, ready? We're going to define the Midwest right now. Michigan. Yes. Yes. Wisconsin. Yes. Yes. Is there a tape delay? Colorado. <laughs> no. no. Idaho. No. Kansas. Yes. Oklahoma. Yes. No. Ooh, our first disagreement. Oklahoma is a no. Okay. I can't believe that because my whole plan for this podcast was Woody Guthrie. Gosh darn it. Uh, <laughs> Illinois. Yes. Yes. Ohio. Yep. Yes. 
Missouri. Yes. Yep. Arkansas. No. no. Texas. No. no. Iowa. Yes. Kentucky. This one's no. hard. This one's hard. Very disputed. I'll say Louisville say no. is Midwest and the rest of the state is I'm going to say no. <laughs> yes, I'm going to say no. Kentucky is a no. So there are only 12 states in the Midwest uh, officially. It's Illinois, Ohio, Missouri, Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Indiana, Iowa. I did not think Ohio was in the Midwest and I went to college there. Um, but apparently so much of this comes from the Northwest Ordinance. Uh, which was the western part of the country in colonial times, and it was northwest because it was north of the Ohio River. And so that kind of line of demarcation kind of continued on even as the country expanded. You would have crushed us if you'd done North Dakota and South Dakota. I definitely would have chosen them as Mountain West. No way are those Midwestern states. Oh, that's fascinating. So Montana, Montana is out, Idaho is out, but North Dakota and South Dakota are in. That's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I agree. Not culturally, not we, even close. When we get to the um, the bountiful nature of the Midwest, you will see how they do actually fit in. But stay tuned, all you foodies, for that section of the podcast. God, uh, this, <laughs> it's dangerous, but Tim has enough time to prepare. <laughs> um. There is a, a town I'd like to really quickly talk about because when I when I went down this rabbit hole, I had the best time. Uh, and that town is Peoria, Illinois. Have either of you been to Peoria? No. I don't think I have. No. no. Uh, what do you know about Peoria? Richard Pryor. Uh, Richard Pryor is from what, Peoria, Illinois. Ben, what did you say? Will it play in Peoria? Will it play in Peoria? I'm about to talk about that. I didn't know Richard Pryor was from Peoria. That's for sure. Um, Will it play in Peoria? It came about because Peoria was such a regular stop on the vaudeville uh, touring network. And people would stop in Peoria and it was known for its theater scene. And then that kind of became a running joke. Like, will it play in Peoria? Because Peoria represents like the, the, the central part of the country, the heartland of the country. If it's going to play there, it'll play anywhere. What musician opened his 1983 tour in Peoria, Illinois, thinking like, all right, I'm off on my own now. Where where do I start this thing? Lionel Richie? He was in a very big group in the 70s, but in 1983, he went out on his own. It is not Lionel Richie. That's an excellent guess. Phil Is it Collins? Phil Collins? <laughs> For those of you listening at home, Tim just snorted his beverage. That is amazing. It's not Phil Collins, but Phil Collins was the drummer on this tour. Eric Clapton? It was, no. It was the right. Principal of Moments tour. Robert Plant. Robert Plant opened his world tour in Peoria, Illinois. Uh, didn't want to play any Led Zeppelin songs, and he also had Phil Collins on drums. Who doesn't want to see that show? A lot, a lot of people. <laughs> did Did you skip that show, Ben? Did you go see Robert Plant solo? I did see him solo. I did love you that really? record. That's the one that's got "I'm in the Mood for Melody" on it, right? Yeah, 
I, I, that record I really liked. And also I was like, that was right in the height of my, like, I was completely a lunatic about Led Zeppelin. Yeah. So you, did you see him in New York then? I must've. Yeah. That's where yeah. I saw him. But okay. he didn't play any Led Zeppelin. Not even a one. No. Wow. No. He played that entire record. <laughs> <laughs> and he had pictures at 11. That was the other record he was, he had done at yeah. that point. Yeah. He had Big Log. He had that head. Yep. That, uh, that's a tough oh, one. Oh, that sounds familiar too. Big Log. Huh. Yeah. All right. So I like oh, wait. that one too. Should I go back and listen to this uh, solo album, Ben Barton? There's like a half Just... a dozen really good Robert Plant solo songs. Okay. I, I All think. Right. All right. I will do it. Uh, well, let's get to uh, the torture basement here in the Midwest. This is a, a compilation of 12 songs. I've done it a little bit differently. Um, oh, original... That's promising. When I started doing my research, I was looking for songs that mentioned the Midwest, and I had like eight songs by Machine Gun Kelly, and 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 really no no others. So then <laughs> I was like, "Well, this is dumb," and uh, I've chosen twelve songs that mention the twelve states in the Midwest. Ooh, um, and Eight. Eight. Beca because of that, a lot of them are very easy, and you'll know them very well. Uh, but still, it was fun putting together this particular list just because the states pop out uh, during these songs. I want you to get 10 out of 12 of these songs. Number your papers, ladies and gentlemen. 1 through 12, Jeff Simons, The Torture. Here we Bill. go. Are you ready?
Some of them are so easy, just low-hanging fruit uh, from the heartland. Others might have thrown you for a loop. Let's take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Poof. All Ooh, right, we're back. Those are hard. Yeah. So we're going to run through them, and, and you guys speak as it plays? Uh, Yeah, some of these I don't know. I, I'm. Uh... Uh-oh. He looks shook, Ben Barton. Oh, I got the last one, the weird rap one. Oh, you got that one? That's huge for me. Yeah. I got, I don't know. Did you get number three? I completely uh, botched that one. All right, we'll see. I have guesses. I think I might get like seven on this one. Here we go. All right. All right, here we go. Going back to the compilation and hitting play. This is the Pretenders. My city was gone. Love that song. This is the Jackson Five. Who's this? We'll come back to it. Okay. I like this band. I love this line. We saw them in Bonner. I I get to say, I saw them in Bonner Room. Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel, yeah. You blew it from the middle. It's Marvin Gaye and. Oh, a different partner? And this is Liz Fair. Dang it. How'd you know that? I love this song. It's on an EP called Juvenalia. That's really good. Liz Fair. For a mean baby, well, I like your pants. Yeah, I had to cancel the September shows, so I can't bring my family. Oh, no. Old 97s. Yeah. Old 97s. Yeah. 
So first of all, it was it was Marvin Gaye with Mary Wells. Mary uh, Wells, who sang uh, My Guy. I forgot that they yes. did duets together. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then number three, our Kansas song was from Big Country. Really? What? Yeah. Which I thought There's was no nice. Name of that song. It's called uh, We're Not in Kansas. Yeah. Wow. Big Country. Yeah, month. Yeah, they... They uh they understand the size of the Midwest. I was I was given props for it, but good job. Eleven out of twelve in the torture uh, basement. Woo! I I thought I had a few tricks up my sleeve there, uh, but to no avail. I really uh, like that Dar Williams song. I, I I'm hit. I, I really don't like songs by her, and then I really love a couple of others. What, She's really hit and miss. What was her big hit? Do you remember? Christians and the Pagans was her big hit. Gosh, I don't remember that. Okay. And the babysitters here was kind of a hit. And party the way, generation. big hit is a stretch for Dar Williams. Right. I, I mean, think that's right. I mean, what? Song, a, a song Tim would like, know. Next up, Christians in Vegas. <laughs> Adult <laughs> contemporary <laughs> is what we're thinking about right now. Uh, yeah, the Christians, as cool as I am when I was a boy. All right. Well, we want to get to um, the food category. I know both of you enjoy food. Is that correct? Yes, I yes. Eat food. Uh, ben uh, is the foodie, and I am ben, the trash compactor that puts foodie. food in himself. Okay. Um, well, I, I, I mean, California, of course, is is the biggest state when it comes to producing food for the country. But I don't want us to sleep on the Midwest, the Great Plains, and what they contribute to our table. So here's how this game is going to be played. Ben, you'll be going first. I am going to say the product. And you name the Midwest state that produces the most of that product for the whole country. Oh, I Je- like this. Great. Jeff, you can either agree or disagree. So you don't have to come up with a right answer. You can either agree or disagree. And then we go back okay. and forth. You get a point every time you are correct. All right. Corn, Ben Barton. Corn. I'm going to say Iowa. And I'm going to agree. You both get one point. Excellent. Jeff Simons, soybean. Oh, geez. Uh, Kansas. Soybean. Uh, Ben, agree or disagree? I was going to say Kansas. I agree with that. Okay. You both get zero. It's Illinois. Produces the most soybeans in the United States. Uh, Ben Barton, back to you. Wheat. Wheat, wheat, wheat. I've got wheat <laughs> in Kansas now. Yeah, I'll so, agree. Yeah, it is indeed Kansas. You both have two points. Um, so I'm realizing the list I made, I made before I realized that this wasn't a um, 
a, a member of the Midwest. So that's Oklahoma. A that's a hint for you. <laughs> uh, the product, Jeff Simons, is rice. Rice. I wouldn't imagine anywhere in the Midwest would. Uh, it's not Louisiana. It is. That'd have been nice my guess yeah. to make rice. It is not yeah. Louisiana. Is it Oklahoma? Because you it, were shocked by that name. Um, no, I I messed this one up. I, ben, I can't let you steal a point here. It's Arkansas. Arkansas. Uh, so Jeff Simons, I'll give you a real one now. This is okay. a Midwest state. Uh, the product is pork. Ooh. Uh. I'll say Ohio. Okay. Ben? I disagree. Disagree. It is Iowa. Ben takes a three to two lead. Ben Barton? The so product... wait, Iowa could be the answer for two of them? Yes. I oh, Well, okay. I thought you maybe had been clever enough that there were a different state per answer. Good to know. <laughs> I can only do so First much. First of all, with... Tim, I think you should give me a point for him calling you stupid. I feel like that should be. First of all, like, I did not call him stupid. A little bit. I called yet another game that makes me feel stupid. Enough, stupid. Not clever enough. Uh, <laughs> ben Barn, we go to you for chicken. Arkansas? I'll pa- I think it's Indiana. Oh, all you had to do is say disagree. Sorry, I can't give you a point there. It is That's Iowa. Fine. <laughs> all you had to do was say disagree but since you have something against iowa you couldn't do that um ben uh, Bar- located in arkansas though that's why you would say arkansas ben yeah. barton cheese oh this is an easy gimme short pot i was waiting for this one beautiful wisconsin totally agree it is indeed wisconsin it is four to three jeff simons sunflowers Iowa. <laughs> Disagree. It's it's North Dakota. Sorry, Justin. Oh, no way. Good for them. <laughs> ben Barton, dry beans. First of all, dry beans are not a category of thing. That's, yeah, yeah. You're like well, dry meat. Well, I, I, There's I wanted, a lot of beans. No, no. I want to make sure you, <laughs> you weren't going to get soybeans confused in there. So just beans. Legumes, if you will. <laughs> I've declined to answer this question on principle. <laughs> now he's calling ask, him stupid. You yeah. can't ask point. me where the most beans are from. Yes, where are the most beans from? Fine. Uh, the most beans are from Iowa also. Missouri. <laughs> I, I, maybe it was in the instructions for the game. <laughs> maybe, I like to maybe, guess. Maybe that's messed up you could say okay um north dakota once again coming through don't sleep on north dakota i guess uh, not um eggs there are more what one last one eggs indiana uh, agree iowa i should have gone with iowa <laughs> why do you hate iowa so much this is our best game ever and it's not even close Ben Barton, congratulations. <laughs> you have won a can of beans. I can't Try beans. <laughs> Generic beans. <laughs> hey, actually, 
you know what I did? <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole in doing this research. Uh, bean popularity. Types of beans. Give me the top five in the United States. Most popular beans. Go. Are we going to go back and forth? Or are we working together? You can work together. What do you think is the most popular bean type? Right, so, uh, we have, we're not going to do an order, but for sure, black bean and pinto bean are on the list. Sure, but tell me where. No, we we just have to get five. Then we'll worry about first. I think last. a green bean is okay. almost surely on there. Don't no, no, you? that doesn't count. That's not that's not the type of bean that he's got on the list. It's, it's got like, the word bean in it. No, I know, but he's, he's, it's not a bean. It's old, uh, it's a and so, a lentil's a bean, though, right, Tim? Uh, it is. Yeah, that's a good uh, one. And then when the I think the baked bean is like a great northern bean or a, a white kidney bean. Which one, just give great, me one of those. Timmy. Great Northern, Great Northern, Great Northern. Okay, so, so and, and was lentil right? Are we at four? No, lentil's not on the list. You have two more, two more bean types. Navy beans. Nice job, Mister Annapolis. Navy beans. Good one. I love me a cannelloni bean, a white kidney bean. That's my personal favorite. I don't even care. You're I close. Guess red kidney bean. Red, red kidney, kidney bean. bean. Excellent. All right. Now, out of those five, what's the most popular bean in the United States? Black bean. Me, I agree. It is the pinto. No way. So yeah. 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 I like pinto beans. beans. I know the uh, black beans are so superior. Uh, it turns out that Illinois is known as the hot dog capital of the United States. Um, but it is not. This is has nothing to do with the Midwest. I just got to share this with you. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Simons. How many hot dogs do you consume per year? Me? Yeah. I do like hot dogs. I like hot dogs too. Maybe 30? Maybe 30, 20, 25? What do you think? No, I'm more 30 to 40. Okay, Ben Barton? One every other week, pretty confident. That's 26 is one every other week. Yeah, so 25 I think is a good guess for me. Okay, that was me. I'm right around there. Okay, I I think I'm with you guys. West Virginia consumes the most hot dogs per person, and it's not even close. <laughs> West Virginians eat 481 hot dogs a year. Oh 481 hot dogs a year. Like, that means there are people eating three a day. That's insane. That's really impressive. 481. Go West Virginia. We need to have a podcast just on that. Uh, All right. But I digress. We are headed towards the uh, favorite son or daughter of the Midwest. Jeff Simons, we've already done five cities in the Midwest. We did Chicago, Cleveland, St. Louis, Minneapolis, Detroit. Um, And this person comes from Gary, Indiana. And I, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I knew you were going to choose it. I don't feel we could talk about him in L.A. Um, so it feels like this is the one time in our travel podcast that we have the chance to talk about Michael Jackson. And I sent you my pick for the song to play. Did you disagree? Not at all. You I agree? thought your pick was terrific. Mm, let's go. Let's see if Ben Barton agrees. You know, I was, I was wondering, you know, could keep on because the force has got a lot of power and it makes me feel like a, it, it makes me feel like a... oh! 
I didn't know he was talking about the Force way back when. That's cool. <laughs> Star Wars. Yes. Um, ben Barton, what do you think of the choice? Love that one. It's not my favorite. That's not what I would have chosen, but I do absolutely love that one. Every time I sit still and listen to those records, I'm just stunned again by the arrangements. The arrangements yep. are so good. So good. And the guitar parts, like I just, just zero in on a little tinkly guitar, just every time makes me super happy. But he lets the bass and the drums do all the heavy lifting of the rhythm part, and then the guitar is like off beat and tinkling along with it. Yeah, it's really neat. <laughs> so good. Is, is is that Quincy Jones producing at that early era? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love this record. I love. Um, I think uh, "Rock with You" is my current favorite. I'm just obsessed with that song right now. Uh huh. But there's so many good songs that you could choose from. But this is a great one. Like I've I've never been in a gathering where this song came on and people didn't all just lose their minds. <laughs> like I just, it's never the number of times this song has come on and people were angry about it is zero. And, so. and, and this is 1979, but it seems like uh, kind of a, an unapologetic disco record. If a little more refined. No, that's yeah, right. discos, yeah. Disco's still happening. Thing. This is also his, like, I'm a grown up record. You know, yeah. like he's 19, he's got the tuxedo on. He's like, no more. I'm not part of the Motown factory. Like, I mean, this is a coming out record. For I'm sure. on my own. Yeah. Even though it was not the coming out record. Um, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, on that note, gentlemen, I think we say goodbye to our audience. Thanks so much. Listen to part two next Wednesday. And then we continue on. Fellas! Timmy. We're here <laughs> in the Midwest. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, the Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one -on -one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interview. Electric Acid. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric Acid Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.